I'm Dave. I'm William. And this is the Digital Marketing Lab Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Nozak Consulting. Nozak Consulting is our digital marketing agency that helps grow businesses by leveraging search. By using best-in-class search engine optimization combined with content marketing, social media marketing, and social media management, we've helped countless businesses expand their reach online and drive stronger revenue. What makes Nozak Consulting different from other marketing agencies out there is our customized approach for each specific business we partner with, which is based on a foundation of in-depth research and market analysis. No cookie cutter marketing campaigns here. If you've been frustrated by the lack of ROI from your current marketing strategy, contact Nozak Consulting today and find out what a digital marketing strategy looks like for your business. NozakConsulting.com. We're talking about off-page SEO, we're talking about backlinks, and we're talking about directories. And so directories don't necessarily pass link juice, they just have citations. It's our name, our address, our phone, our website, our category. We want it to be the same everywhere. And so if you guys can pull up SERPstat, that's going to be the free SEO tool or analyzer that we will use. I'll show you the one I use. It's expensive. I pay for it monthly. I've told you about it. But you'll see the granular information is significantly better. So this is the number one in the industry, Ahrefs. I do all my competitor analysis. I check out all the backlinks going to my competitors. I check, check them out that are going to my clients' competitors. And I make sure that they're eventually sticking to our compliance, our, our clients' websites, their pages. This is where I track everybody. This is just a off-page and on-page SEO tool. It's, in my opinion, the best. And then you've got SEM Rush, which is also really good and also a paid resource but there I think there are some free things you can get from it you probably can drop a, a domain in here and possibly get a free scan out of these guys there are some things that they provide that Ahrefs doesn't I think Ahrefs is catching up in that regard um, like link toxicity I think they mentioned link toxicity in this one I don't use it I use it a couple times and I always found Ahrefs to be better for who who and what I did if you can get link toxicity from there and keep keep away from bad links, you could use that. Also, remember Google just changed their algorithm. They're not really penalizing you for bad links anymore. Once upon a time, if you got links from sources that were spammy or bad or just bad players in the in the interwebs, Google would penalize you. Now Google's kind of disregarding and kind of forgetting about those links. Still don't want links from those bad players. Uh, that's why you might someday click over to SEM Rush and see if you could look at link toxicity. I can show you how to uh, figure that stuff out in Ahrefs. Here's Moz. This is kind of one of the grandfathers in the industry. It's just same thing, another free tool. Uh, Moz.com and then right here it says free SEO tools and there's a lot of things you can get here. Um, you can check your business listing, your keyword explorer, link explorer. There's some good stuff here and I think some of it is free. And then the rest of it's a, a paid um, a subscription as well. Raven Tools, this is another link 
spying tools. What I'm showing you are link spying tools. We're spying on websites that are out there, that are incumbents, that are in your space that you want to get out and compete in. And you're wondering why Google's showing them and they're not show and Google's not showing you or Bing or Yahoo. Well, here are the reasons. So here's one of the, the reasons. And so this is just another link spying tool, Raven. It's gonna be paid for. Some of these are cheaper. I did write an article over it. I don't remember which one's cheap and which one's free. I wrote it at medium.com. If you ever go to medium.com, look up William Nozak. I wrote one article there and it's about these link building tools, believe it or not. So I just kind of scraped some of the links from it today for this. Serpstat, oh excuse me, let's go to Majestic. Majestic is a major player in link building. I think it has the largest, says right here, largest link database. It's been tracking links the longest. That's why it's database, they say, is the, is the largest because they, they started doing this before Ahrefs did. So this is a good tool. I still think Ahrefs is superior. I included an article here, how to pick the right backlink tool. It shows you a side-by-side -side comparison so you can understand what am I gaining from these different tools? How am I supposed to analyze this information? How am I supposed to know which links to go after? That comparison tool breaks down these link building softwares and shows you what they're good at and what their strengths and weaknesses are versus the others. Here's Surfstat. This is the free one we'll use today. I uh, do SEO for a couple agencies. It's weird. Uh, it's not really weird. It might sound weird to you, but our agency does white hat SEO for several other marketing agencies. They're great at certain things, but they're not great with their web presence. Well, that's why you have someone like us who's really good at websites and SEO. You funnel it over to us, we, or we white label it. We use white hat techniques, and then we help those agencies get found for what they're trying to get found for. It's not really me making them stronger to compete with me. I wouldn't do that. It's agencies that do little niche specific marketing pieces that we don't really do. So we'll look through the eyes of SERPstat today. This is a free uh, link SEO tool. You'll be able to use this and gain value. My recommendation to you is to use the same tool over and over again, or use the same two tools or the same three tools. But what you don't wanna do is you don't wanna compare, look at one website and one tool and look at another website and a different tool. You have to remember, it's this crawler, it's this bot, it's this spider. So you wanna let that spider analyze it through, through its algorithm and go to another page or website and analyze another competitor with that same crawler, with that same algorithm. And then go to the other resource and do the same thing. Try property one, try property two, try property three. And then you can kind of compare and see which, what those scrapers pick up on uh, software number one and what the scrapers pick up on software number two. And then you can combine that as competitive intelligence. You can create that as a SWOT, what the strengths and weaknesses, opportunities and threats are of one web property versus another. And that's what we'll start uh, working on as soon as we know what our competitors' strengths are and what our clients' weaknesses are. Here's Alexa. I've popped a free report here. It's really powerful. It's really nice. It's fairly expensive. Uh, but I added my email, checked my property one time. Because I do competitive intelligence reports by hand for our clients, they take me two or three days. It helps us build, uh, wireframe the build, understand what cornerstone pages we're going to add, what blogs we're going to write, who we're going to imitate, what design we want to have. With this, it was nice because 
blah, and there was all the information to, uh, in a different format. It was really nice. If you do work for a Fortune 500 or a Fortune 10 or a very large company and they're like, hey, get a resource and stay on top of it, you'd probably want to just get Alexa and make life easy for you. And I can't remember the pricing for it, but the one I did wasn't bad. If you used it over and over again, you would know how to pull all the, all the glory out of it. And so here's Neil, Neil Patel. He is a leader, one of the thought leaders. He's branded himself. These other people that I'm showing you, Moz, Ahrefs, Yoast, they've branded their companies. Neil Patel has branded himself. He is a thought leader. I think he just regurgitates everything that all the other true thought leaders um, say. One thing that he does really well is he writes content in one, two, three sentence uh, blups. So notice how it's really digestible with your eyes. In college, your professor would be like, combine that, make a paragraph, right? How many times did you get told that? I know I did. And so when it comes to reading on a screen, we never write in paragraphs. We always write in one and two sentence paragraphs. So much easier. The eyes grab those little sentences, two little sentences. He kind of, he's not, he's kind of a grandfather in this style because some of the, some of the agencies or the SEOs still talk about writing in paragraph form. You want to definitely still have your H2 and then have that information specific to that area. An H2 and have that information specific to that area. I think it's a great design. He is a leader. If you want to listen to what he's saying, he's pretty much saying the same things that everyone else is. Here's SEO review tools. I used this when I started. I didn't have $400 a month to spend when I started my agency, but I definitely needed a SWOT analysis and I needed competitive intelligence so that I knew what to do. So I use this for a lot of things, backlink checker, broken backlink, age of URL checker. There's multiple tools in here and they're all free and you just pop URL, do the captcha. You can check page or this domain and it gives you a good chunk of information. It doesn't scrape everything like a paid tool does, but it's gonna give you enough to work with, especially for yourself, until you start cash flowing or until you get with a company that has money and says, hey, what do you need at your disposal? Hey, I need a, I need a link building tool like Ahrefs or Alexa, I need reports. I need to be able to pull information, read it, analyze it, act on it. So these are all tools that we could use any of these and we would gain probably the same, a similar strategy that what we have with Ahrefs. And I'll show you why we use Ahrefs. Um, but they're all kind of getting you to the same place. Who has the links? Who's linking to content similar to yours? And how do we get those links for our own content? And how do we take away that strength and neutralize it? Well, by reaching out to them or finding some information that we can write on theirs, like a guest blogger and whatnot. I did include some articles here. Backlinko is a really good resource. They write about the top 200 ranking factors and why we're talking about it in digital marketing today is because page level factors, site level factors, backlink factors, it's a real deal. It's a part of the Google um, algorithm. These inbound links, these internal links, one page linking to another page, outbound <coughs> links, us linking to other resources, returning links from those resources, and inbound links from other things out there that are linking back to us. 
and of course having directories clean where we can list our business and some information about us, having our name, address, phone, website, category listed to the T, not variations, not the creative names, not the service with the geo modifier. We're talking the business name, the address, the phone, the website category, and we're not going to create directories with um, multiple business names using the same phone number because we want one with the name, address, phone number, and we want that not to be confused across the directories. Those are different than inbound links. Oftentimes citations don't link back to us. Sometimes they do, and they don't usually pass link juice if they're not linking back to us. And so these are all signals here. And so there's more here. There's uh, Google link, uh, ranking factors, link signals right here, number two, 16%. Why are we talking about inbound links? Why do we have to learn about this in college? Google. It's just Google. It's the reality of what Google is today and how much, you know, I don't know how you feel about shouldn't the internet be free? You know, don't you guys kind of have questions about that? Why does Google get to dominate it and make the billions? Well, it's the reality of our world right now. They own it. They made it. They created it. They didn't create the system. They just created Google and they've spent all the money creating those algorithms and working on it. All agencies do, what we get to do is we get to kind of study changes. When we make changes and then we can look at their patents and see what language they talk about in their patents and we can look at other big data and then we can kind of write down what we think are ranking factors and Google will come out and tell us some of the ranking factors but they won't tell you all of them and maybe none of them really know all of them. But there's on-page, off-page, link signals, the Google business page, social signals, behavior signals, personalizations, having a beautiful, unique website. All of these are ranking factors. So what you learn is in the Google business page, 25% of it, this is so huge. It's, it's free and it's huge. What you learn is there are many ways to position number one, many ways. There isn't one way. I have a strategy that works, but it doesn't work for every industry. I haven't tested in every industry. I don't know. It, it can work in every industry. Depending, It would just depend upon how much I need to charge that client and how long we need to work at it. it we could make it work anywhere. Uh, internal links. So there's a theory to internal links. And so it's hard when you're starting out with web property to get resources to link to you. What you can start by is having a really strong internal linking structure. When you make two solid blogs, link to them. Related articles and link to that article. And so that's an internal link linking to there. That is a signal. That's an that's a inbound link from your site. It, it does pass authority. And there are rules to that. And so Moz has got a nice little article about that. And you can see Yoast talks about ranking signals, link building strategies, internal link strategies. Ahrefs is the king or queen. I don't care. They're both. And so they have so many of these articles right here. I gave you a handful of them. All you have to do is go search these titles. You will find the article that I built a ton of my theory on. And the, the, the rules and principles that we use daily are right here in a lot of these articles. So how to pick the right backlink tool? I mentioned that there are a lot of them um, and they're, they're basically competing for your money. Which one do you pay for? Which one do you use? Or do you just do it for free? And so here's an article telling you which ones are better, why they're better. They're all decent. Once again, we use Ahrefs and we're going with it. So there's some additional resources here, White, uh, website rank pro. You can drop your link in here and get some more information 
about different things. And actually, this is a backlink. You can see that there's uh, latest updated sites. It actually creates a backlink. So you can do um, in-depth reviews, checklists, SEO analysts, uh, analysis, some directories. When it comes to directories, remember directories and inbound links are different. There's two controllers, Yext, which is 500 a year, and they add you to all the aggregators. Aggregator is like something that can, uh, collects information, and these little fish, primary, secondary, and tertiary directories come up and they get information from them, and then they take it back down to their sites. And so Yext and Moz, Moz is 99 a year, that one's the one that a lot of my clients pay for. It's easy, it submits to the aggregators. Yext is the better one. Yext is starting to control the market, and Yext and Alexa have a deal, and that's a big deal. So other resources, I included this. You might look this up. This is a book that I think is the Bible for SEO. It's the art of SEO. Teach you everything I know. You wanna be on a, uh, equal footing as me? This is where you would start. And if you read through this book, probably hire you that is a like six or seven hundred page book and it's incredible scrapes Google suggest remember we talked about how do we pick anchor text so when we find a way to link back to us from your classroom your classrooms all linking back to your blog and maybe you might call that link sharing and there are some rules and there are some guides to doing that you want to be careful but if we need to figure out what keywords we want our property to rank for we don't want to just rank for things that aren't going to help us. And so this would help us fashion pages, topics, and even uh, anchor text. So if there's a specific topic that I want uh, an inbound link to a certain page, I might have asked for that anchor text to be that keyword or some derivative. And he'll scrape Google Suggest right here. He'll give you what you're looking for. And this is going to scrape multiple verticals. So if we're going to make information for YouTube, Bing, and Yahoo, and so we might just type in here and it will show us what a common title is here. Google Keyword Planner, when you add Google AdWords, when you're ready to spend money in, in uh, AdWords, you're going to get a Keyword Planner. I'm going to have to sign into account, an account to show you, but there's a, this is kind of where everyone has uh, started historically. You sign in, just look at Google Keyword Planner. Here's URL tracking. So if I'm linking out and I can control it and I'm going to gain a link from somebody, I might put these parameters on here. I think I showed this to you. I'm Nozak Consulting. I want to link from your property and I want to track it. So it's campaign, uh, digital marketing, blah, blah, blah. And down here, it pumps out the URL. I put this URL there and now I have a tracking code, a UTM code, so I can see where that traffic is coming from. DIY SEO tools, Rank Tank is like, this guy's a real genius. I really started watching his YouTube a long time ago. I haven't in a long time, but it's just pre-built <coughs> worksheets that you can download, tons and tons of videos and stuff. I haven't checked him again, but I'm pretty sure he's a gold mine. Here's a tool from my website, SEO Digital uh, Dictionary. You're not too certain about the language. It all starts with the language. Um, here's an SEO Urban Dictionary on the top of my website. There's a podcast, our podcast. Have you guys listened to that yet? Is it helping you? No one's listened to it? Who's heard the podcast? Johnny and three others? So you can take a listen to this podcast. We talk about setting, the t setting up the tag manager. I just dropped that off today before I left 36 degrees. But they're kind of dry, 
and specific to digital marketing. So you really kind of have to have an interest to really listen to those. Here's a chat community, seochat.com forums. If you have questions, there's a ton of resources out there, people you can ask. Google disavow. You do this robust linking strategy and you accidentally grab a link that passes some bad link juice to you, starts to penalize your site. All of a sudden it drops out of the Google search engine, which would be terrible. There is a disavow tool. So you would go and you would start disavowing links here at this. Google is making changes. Now they're kind of ignoring bad links. So they're kind of making this a little bit more deprecated, but it's still on a case by case basis. If you have a, a a manual penalty, which you would see in your Google Webmaster Tools, you would absolutely need to do a link audit and start disavowing uh, bad links or links that are passing um, bad juice. You can use link shorter tools, Google Alerts, whenever somebody mentions a specific name or a specific word or a specific phrase, and you can track it in your alerts, and then you can send them a message that day and say, hey, I have a resource on my website, add it to your article. Boom, in, internal link. This is huge. You, you don't realize how huge that strategy is. If you're tracking content, if you're tracking categories and topics, you can get alerts when they're messaged. You can find who the blogger is that wrote it and, and just send them an outreach. Hey, I saw your article popped out yesterday or today. Here's my asset. It would improve your article. Be honest if it will. Send it to them. And then that's a pretty easy link building tool right there. So those are kind of the resources in regard to off-page SEO. That's landscape. Now let's just dive into it. So you've got SERP stat in front of you. Uh, pop any URL into that SERP stat, or let's all just look at um, one together. Let's make that easy. So pop in Nozak Consulting. This is an all-in-one SEO tool, so you're seeing more than just backlinks. But today we're going to looking for backlinks. And so let's go down here to backlink analysis, click it open and get the backlink dashboard. So we're seeing a 120 days of backlink uh, work. You can't get to historical without paying for it. Let me show you what I see through the paid dashboard from Ahrefs so we can have a comparison. Here's Nozak Consulting. So here's what I see. I see referring domains starting in January 17. Here's referring pages. With SERP stat, it's not bad. It's not totally accurate either. Kind of shows you day by day, um, referring domains when we gained them, and even shows you anchor text. This is really important information. So if you'll take a look, plan uh, A is $182 a year. That's a great deal to gain the rest of the information they're not showing us. So in this paid version, I'm seeing it all as referring domains, do follow, government, educational, govs, edus, comms, nets, orgs. I can see how many different pages on a flash, how many IPs, how many subnets. I can see the backlinks here, the URL rating of those backlinks, when I gained them daily, when I lost them, gained and lost which country are linking to us, and then our anchor text. And so you can see the anchor text here. So this is where you want to control your message by putting the proper anchor text. You don't want people linking to you with the word here or check out this website. You want them linking back to you as the name of the content or the resource. So you can see free SEO scores. One of, is a big part of our uh, Anchors, NCPR Services, Nozak Consulting, Real-Time Marketing, Web Development SEO Services, 
we, you control these with different links on different websites. So let's take a look at Nozak, because you're in SERPstat, all right? So pull SERPstat, and then you're going to do a backlink analysis, and I'm going to look at referring domains. And so you're creating an agency that you want to compete with Nozak Consulting. Well, guess, up, guess what? There is a handful. There's 20 referring domains referring to my property. You can see them right there. Right? That's competitive intelligence, right? And so what will I see from Ahrefs, if I hit referring domains, I see 255. SurfStat's only telling us about 127, and it's only showing us 20. So I'm in Ahrefs, I'm going to funnel it by domain rating, and then I'm going to funnel it by do follow, because do follow are the ones that pass authority, and those are the ones that I'd like to get links from. And so if you see, I can see Seattle Time, Podbean, WPM Dev, CS Cart, Submit Express, Player.fm, right here is do follow, and the links right here. So if I was myself's competitor, I would start right here. And there are other things that you can look for, like a link intersect, so linked domains, so we can see who is a website linking out to. So for like, hey, does this company link out to anybody? We can look at linked domains, and for some reason it's showing that I'm not, which I am. I'm not too certain why it's showing up wrong. But there are analysis that we can say, I wonder if they link out to anybody, and I can analyze their outgoing links. And then broken links. We can take a look and see if there are any broken links. What happens is, over time, resources link out to broken links. And so I gave you guys an article here. You would want to link, look at how you can build broken links. It's right here, broken link building. So if you want to, just look up broken link building. A lot of times there are people that have a really nice resource. Here's a prime example. I ran a press release for a uh, beauty uh, client that sold beauty products online. For some reason, when we ran that press release, somebody linked them up on a website that links to websites with free products. Because that beauty supply, supply company was giving away free samples. Well, nobody was going to their website, so they had free samples up there. I ran a press release, and somebody saw that, and they linked to that picture on a free items website, and instantly overnight, there were thousands of people visiting it, thousands of people asking for free beauty products. They did not have the money to send out all those free products, so what did they do? They removed the image that said free products, and guess what they just did? wasted all the work that they paid my team to do. So they took down the resource that now had internal links to it. So what happens is you can scrape these broken links and say, hey, I have a resource over here, and you're linking out to a broken one linked to mine. And so there's a way for you to find those, and you can look right here through this article, how to build them. You can look up Michael O, I think is this guy's name, who's through Ahrefs, and he teaches you all the techniques to look up broken links. Another thing is we can analyze pages. So I want to look at uh, ORU.com, R.edu. Let's try edu. So ORU.edu, all right? So what I might look at is top pages. And I might analyze by traffic value. So I'm not going to look at the slash. There's the home page. Obviously, it's ranking for Oral Roberts University, and people are searching at the tune 25000 a month. But this D2L, this little subcategory here, I'm curious. What is the D2L? I don't know. I might look at that. But here's a page called Current Students. Interesting. They have a resource 
with our current students and that actually has a ton of traffic. So if I'm creating something that has a student body, I might have a page called current students. And so here's another subcategory, vision. I bet you didn't even know that. Who knew that existed? And who knew login.oru.edu, another subcategory. These are just subdomains with other material. And here's another subdomain, web.oru.edu. And here's a really good piece on that. Demon manifestation doesn't fit with anything that I write, so I'm probably not going to be interested in that. So what I might do is I might look by keywords and see which of these pieces are gaining the most keywords. Or maybe I'll do best by links. And so this is in my tool. You're going to have to dink around in SERP stat and see what you can gain. But I'm going to show you what paid tools give me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and look at top pages or, or pages with best by links. And I'm going to funnel it by their 404s. And I'm going to take this little page here that's a 404. And I... Everybody watch me here. This is, this is so crazy. This piece right here is like going to change your life if you ever need to do it. Do you see how many do follows are linking to that 404? I'm going to go and I'm going to drop that in here and I'm going to look at all of them and I'm going to ask them if they'll link out to mine. So you're linking 671 do follows are linking to this page that no longer exists. What I'll do is I'll hunt them down. I'm going to say it again here. I will hunt them down those links and I'll say, hey, you are linking to a resource that no longer exists. It's bad for your SEO. It's bad for your website to link to 404 content. I have a resource that's just like that. If I was at a school, if I was ORU's Christian school competitor, if I worked over at, uh, what's one over on the East Coast? Uh, Lincoln, what is it? Liberty. 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 If I was over at Liberty and I was their SEO guy, I'd pull all these 404s in a minute. And I'd have a little team working for me and I'd say, look, you see these 3,600 do follows? Find out who they are. And we want to submit to them a resource to link to. And guess what? Here comes Liberty and here goes ORU on the web. It's just reality. So that's, that's huge. That's checking out 404s. So you are going to have to write a little bit of code if you make it a nofollow. Every link is naturally a do follow. So here's an internal link linking to some other content, ORU.edu slash academics. If I right click and inspect, naturally... There's nothing here that says no follow. So I would have to put a tag on this href link to say no follow. And you can go ahead and look at CSS tips, CSS for no follow link. And you can just pull it up right here. Use rel no follow. And it shows you right here inside that code, rel no follow. And so if we're looking at this ORU example, hrefs right here, and this is where the piece would be right here. It would say rel equals no follow. That means when a crawler reaches it, it's going to stop. It's going to recognize that there's a place to go there. Users can click it and go there, but the crawlers are not going to crawl it and pass some of your authority to it. The, the authority sharing stops there. And so this is an internal link. Why wouldn't we pass authority internally to our other pages? We do. If it was an external link, you'd have to decide, do I want to pass them authority or do I just want to have the link to the resource and put rel no follow? I'm talking rel no follow to the crawlers. Don't pass authority. I just want my users to get there. All right, so let's just keep analyzing. So I've analyzed through a paid resource, their 404s. What pages are 404s? And there's a whole handy 1,700 of them. Fixing those 404s alone would improve their property and their positioning in Google. And oftentimes, you always have to spot check. 
SERP stat, hrefs, Google Analytics, you always spot check. And so when you're spot checking, you can oftentimes just drop it in a new incognito window. But I would just click it here and spot check it. And so guess what? It's not really a 404. And so some of these may, will sometimes show or they get fixed and they're still registering as a 404. Here's a 404. And so you see this page right here, News Arc. And this is a terrible code right here, 20040824821. This is bad SEO. So I'm going to drop it into SERPstat, right? You pulled up, how do I, you Google, how do I check 404? SERPstat doesn't give you the option. How do I check 404s? You go and pull up a competitor's 404s, you drop them into a site explorer, and then now we're going to look at their links. And I want to find out who's linking to this guy. Wikipedia's linking to a page that no longer exists. That's sad because Wikipedia is a massive authority um, producer. So this page right here that no longer exists has these 33 domains linking to it. I'm gonna funnel it by, default, by domain rating. I wanna see what the strongest ones are and I wanna see which ones are do follow. So there's not a whole lot of do follows, but this keywix.org, if I'm, what's that other college? Liberty. If I'm Liberty, I'm, I'm pulling that up right away. That's a DR70 and that's four live ones. I would instantly have that linking to me. So this is just a part of it. Honestly, you have to have manpower to do that. So my major strategy has been writing skyscraper content. So if you'll write great blogs, if you'll look out there and do a Google search, just look for something that pertains to your website, write it better, write it 30,000 foot view, write some of it in the weeds, give some of your secret sauce away to people that are gonna DIY it, and create a beautiful blog with a ton of content, three, four, five thousand words. What's going to happen is you're going to create a a, a link generating engine. People are going to want to link to that resource. And then when you get some more time, you pull up SERPstat and you look up those other articles that are in the top ten, and you put them into your SERPstat and you look at their four fours and see if there's any other resources that used to exist and don't any longer, and see if there are linking people are linking to them. And then I'm going to go and link, see what they're linking to and say, do I need to have that resource added to my blog? I'm going to add that resource. And then I'm going to go and I'm going to reach out to them and say, hey, you're linking to a dead resource. Everybody follow me here? This is a big deal. This is a, a big secret deal. And so I'm going to say, hey, I've got a new resource. It's up to date. 2019, we keep it up to date. Would you mind linking to it? I see you're linking to this old resource on this page because you can see right where they're linking to it right here. Or you're linking to all these things. We're also one of those things. Add us to that list. It's easy to make a lot of money with your digital marketing skills. I don't care what industry you go into. You could be a musician. You could be a dancer. And you could have your own website under your own name and win over time. Set your own price. Do these things for your employers. All of these things are wins. Hey, guys. Just a few quick things before you go. If you enjoy the Digital Marketing Lab podcast, please hit the subscribe button on your podcast device and share it with a friend. Second, if there's anything that you want to hear discussed on the show, please reach out to us via email, dave at nozakconsulting.com or william at nozakconsulting.com. And last but certainly not least, we are now accepting invitations for speaking engagements. If you need a speaker for your next conference or trade show, please email william at nozakconsulting.com. And as always, thanks for listening.